to go in at first, but stood outside the door to listen to what their father and mother were saying. The very moment the woodcutter and his wife reached home, the lord of the manor sent them ten crowns, which he had long owed them, and which they never hoped to see. This gave them new life, for the poor people were dying of hunger. The woodcutter sent his wife to the butchers at once, As it was a long while since they had eaten, she brought thrice as much meat as was needed for the supper, for two people. When they had eaten, the woman said, Alas, where are our poor children now? They would make a good feast of what we've left here. It was you, William, who wished to lose them. I told you we should repent of it. What are they now doing in the forest? Alas, perhaps the wolves have already eaten them up. You are very inhuman thus to have lost your children. The woodcutter grew at last quite out of patience, for she repeated twenty times that he would repent of it, and that she was in the right. He threatened to beat her if she didn't hold her tongue. The woodcutter was perhaps more sorry than his wife, but she teased him so he couldn't endure it. She wept bitterly, saying, Alas, where are my children now, my poor children? She said this once so very loud that the children who were at the door heard her and cried out altogether, Here we are, here we are. She ran immediately to let them in and said as she embraced them, How happy I am to see you again, my dear children. You're very tired and very hungry, and, my poor Peter, you're covered with mud. Come in, let me clean you. They sat down to table and ate with an appetite which pleased both father and mother, to whom they told how frightened they were in the forest, nearly all speaking at once. The good folk were delighted to see their children once more, and this joy continued while the ten crowns lasted. But when the money was all spent, they fell again into their former uneasiness and resolved to lose their children again. And that they might be surer of doing it, they determined to take them much further than before. They couldn't talk of this so secretly, but they were overheard by Little Thumb, who laid his plans to get out of the difficulty as he had done before. But though he got off very early to go and pick up some little pebbles, he could not, for he found the house door double-locked. He didn't know what to do. Their father had given each of them a piece of bread for their breakfast. He reflected that he might make use of the bread instead of the pebbles by throwing crumbs all along the way they should pass, and so he stuffed it in his pocket. Their father and mother led them into the thickest and most obscure part of the forest, and then, stealing away into a bypath, left them there. Little Thumb wasn't very much worried about it, for he thought he could easily find the way again by means of his bread, which he had scattered all along as he came. But he was very much surprised when he couldn't find a single crumb. The birds had come and eaten them all. They were now in great trouble, for the more they wandered, the deeper they went into the forest. Night now fell, and there arose a high wind, which filled them with fear. 
They fancied they heard on every side the howling of wolves coming to devour them. They scarce dared to speak or turn their heads. Then it rained very hard, which wetted them to the skin. Their feet slipped at every step, and they fell into the mud, covering their hands with it, so that they knew not what to do with them. Little Thumb climbed up to the top of a tree to see if he could discover anything. Looking on every side, he saw at last a glimmering light, like that of a candle, but a long way beyond the forest. He came down, and when upon the ground, he could see it no more, which grieved him sadly. However, having walked for some time with his brothers toward that side on which he had seen the light, he discovered it again as he came out of the wood. They arrived at last at the house where this candle was, not without many frights, for very.